Hello, critics, non-critics, and friends. Welcome to the Film Optics Podcast, where we take a glance into blockbusters, indie films, and everything in between. I'm your host, Christian, and as always, I'm joined by my good friend slash my co-host, Devin. And today, we're here to break down and give our insights on Causeway, which is now streaming on Apple TV+. Plus. This is one of A24's latest films to hit their portfolio and jennifer lawrence is back very very excited to talk about this with my co-host here today but before we begin today's episode you can listen to our podcast on podcast platforms around the internet that includes apple Podcasts, spotify google Podcasts, and more and if you are a new or seasoned listener to the show we would love to hear from you guys. Follow us on Instagram and follow us on Twitter at FilmOptics. That is optics with an X. Or you can email us at FilmOptics at gmail.com for any movie-related questions. Devin, how you been, man? I feel like it's been a while. I feel like I say that every podcast, but we, we are semi-slowing down. Well, a bit of a breathing period now that we're not covering two uh, shows at once. But how's your weekend been, buddy? It's been a pretty, pretty good weekend. I can't think of a, mo- a better movie to kind of slow down with than this one. Very much so uh, a slow burn. Definitely. It's it's more it's one of those like I guess slice of life or like quality of life films where, you know, it's it's a nice hour and thirty minute movie. Um, you know, it's not too long and kind of gets its point across. And like I said before, you know, we, we get Jennifer Lawrence coming back. And of course, Brian Tyree Henry is accompanying her. Uh, they are the two main stars of this show or they are the two main stars of this movie. Sorry, it's 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 an early morning. You know, I, I got people coming over to watch some some football later today. But yeah, no, no Steelers today, unfortunately. But I, I think that's a good thing. I need a break. I agree. I, I think we definitely need a break from the, um, I, I guess you can call it a disappointment <laughs> altogether, <laughs> but I mean, it is what it is, man. I think we need a nice little reset for all of that, but yeah, you spend chilling. It's as of this recording, it's stranger things day. So happy stranger things day to everyone out there. Um, the last two episodes of volume two for stranger things Four is streaming in like select theaters around the country i was very sad i was not able to go but you know atlanta's like (laughs) five hour drive i would have done it if i had monday off but here i am (laughs) here we are recording a podcast uh for a a new movie that i i hope that devin enjoyed because i did kind of push him to to watch this after watching it myself but um devin are you ready to get into our review of causeway let's do it All right, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back after this introduction to Causeway. I just never thought I would come back here. You don't got love for this city? It's not the city. It's that house. I'm the only one that made it out. I I got a job. You did doing what? Cleaning pools. What are you doing? Clean them. Hey, look, if it get dark now, you just you just ride it, okay? Yeah. Yeah. How do I do that? <laughs> All right. Uh, what's dark? 
I work for the Army Corps of Engineers. Now I need them to clear me so I can go back. You got blown up over there and you want to go back? I've got to get away from here somehow. I don't know what happened. Those are the car accident. I don't recall his way. I'm kind of on a lot of medication. What kind of medication? Like don't shoot yourself in the head kind of medication. Okay. back you just heard a little snip of the trailer from causeway this director of the film is lila uh new bauer i think that's how you pronounce her last name new gay bauer nuke bauer i want to say that's what it seems like so i'm just gonna go with that and i do apologize if i butchered her last name and of course the cast stars jennifer lawrence brian tyree henry and linda amond or Emmond, excuse me, not Amon. I'm still in a Game of Thrones mood. I do apologize. No, we're recording on a Sunday and there's no Game of Thrones uh, to be to have. So too many Amons and Amons. <laughs> Emmons, Amons. Hey, it, it is what it is. But the story is as follows. A U.S. soldier suffers a traumatic brain injury while fighting in Afghanistan and struggles to adjust to life back home. So the way this is going to go for everyone out there listening, if you are new to our podcast, welcome, welcome. The way we usually tackle these types of things is that we go through our initial reactions first, which is our non-spoiler section. And then we usually get into spoilers and we'll let you guys know once we hit that road. Although there isn't really, there's no spoilers in the story, in this film, but we are going to talk about the ending. So I guess we can kind of use that as our spoiler section. And then we'll get into our final thoughts and ratings. And that's it. That's the end of the show. So, Devin, what did you think of Causeway? Because you just watched this this morning or was it last night? I watched it last night. Oh, nice Saturday night cool down. Going into the uh you know, um let's see, daylight savings time is ending, so that's a lot of fun. But yeah, yeah I actually stayed you- up to see the change. I didn't even realize it was happening. I was like, Oh, it's it's one AM now. It was supposed to be two. <laughs> Yeah, it still messes with me after all these years, man. I don't know. It's it's the weirdest thing. It's it's worse when you forget that it's coming. And then like one day you're just like, what? And it's like, oh, yeah. But Devin, what did you think of this movie? Um, I think this movie was the definition of average. Like there's nothing that it does completely wrong. But there's also nothing that it does that, that uh, is a game changer in any way. Obviously, you get two great actors at the center of it. Jennifer Lawrence, Brian Tyree Henry. And you have them work off of each other, and there's going to be some some solid scenes and some good chemistry between them. <clears throat> I don't think they could have chosen a more perfect actor than Brian Ty- Tyree Henry to be the slice of life, like, southern, uh, New Orleans type guy. Like, basically, he sounded like his character from Atlanta, um, Paperboy, which is just perfect for him because he just nails that character. He's relatable. He's funny. He's just the normal, average mechanic, and you can just sense that. And then Jennifer Lawrence playing the the veteran who lost some some brain function in Afghanistan, which is unfortunate. But she has to come back and try to 
to re- relive her life uh, in her, her city that she wanted to escape from initially. Um, so it's kind of an interesting setup, and there's some good things that you can get from this story, but I just feel like it kind of falls flat uh, a fair amount of times throughout the movie where you just there's just not a lot happening. Um, when stuff does happen, there's some interesting dialogue back and forth, but for the most part, it just feels like the writing could have been a bit better to support these two actors. Um, if they had a little, a little bit better material to work with, then maybe there could have been something here, but... Like I said, it, it it's not bad in any way, but it's also just not really great in any way. Okay. Yeah. So I, I kind of figured you would fall in that camp. I mean, I don't think it's the best movie in the world, but I think it is one of my favorite movies this year because it is about two broken people kind of just trying to get back to some sense of normalcy. And of course, like you had mentioned, you know, Jennifer Lawrence and Brian Tyree Henry, it is a really great, like, like power cast here where there isn't a lot going on. Like you said, Devin, I think that's what drew me to this or, I mean, what drew me to it altogether was the, the casting of, of this, um, of this movie and just reading the synopsis. I was like, Oh, that seems like it's interesting. Uh, but it definitely is that like slice of life type of movie where nothing really happens. It's just, it, it's just a day in the life of two people trying to, you know, find their way and they're in new Orleans, I believe. So this, this super muggy Southern heat, you know, they're also battling with it. It's kind of just follows the aftermath of things that did happen in both of these um, two people's lives. And they kind of, they kind of form some type of kinship or relationship altogether. I know with a lot of films nowadays, they try not to, usually, oh, you know, there's a boy and a girl, of course they're going to get together type thing. For a good while in this movie, their relationship is completely platonic. Uh, But of course, you know, I feel like with some platonic relationships, I feel like some uh, feelings do um, are able to be explored where, you know, maybe it could lead into something else. But, you know, whether it feels right or not, that's a totally different situation. That pool scene was just just made you feel... All the cringe, just what what unfolded. That was a interesting, um, <laughs> an interesting conversation. But you you have you know Jennifer Lawrence's character blanking on the name of her character. I, I do apologize, Lindsay. Lindsay, that's what it was. So for Jennifer Lawrence's character, Lindsay, you see in the movie, and this isn't the first time that happened during the pole scene where she doesn't necessarily mean what she says but of course you know it's i guess you can kind of blame it on her um you know misfortunes that happen over in afghanistan or maybe she was just always like that you know she's she wants to go back you know she wants to feel like her life is useful and i feel like this movie definitely I feel like it resonated with me just because I feel like we've all been there where to, you know, you grow up, you know, you graduate from college or high school, yada, yada, yada. And, you know, you kind of just want to get out of your own hometown. And it felt like the city in New Orleans, or I guess they're in New Orleans or somewhere in Louisiana, I guess maybe in the outskirts of New Orleans. But, you know, it seemed that Lindsay, uh, Jennifer Lawrence's character was kind of just tired of the same old same old and she wanted to get out and then it's i don't know i i really enjoyed it for what it was um again i don't think it's the best movie of the year but i do feel like there is a lot of uh relevancy at least uh for me 
but I, I kind of just like the, you know, just a movie where you can kind of just sit back, relax, you know, you don't have to really expect any like big, like action, you know, scenes like fight scenes, or, you know, you have to worry about the CGI looking, you know, up to par, but I, I feel like there were a lot of story beats here that kind of just, you know, float naturally. And of course with the ending as well, but we'll get into that here in a little bit, but those are just my two cents about it. But I, I think that Brian Tyree Henry and Jennifer Lawrence had a, a great, great chemistry together or not a great, I believe they had great chemistry together because it was just, I don't know. We haven't seen Jennifer Lawrence in a while um, outside of don't look up because you know that she, uh, she uh, had her, her baby, um, and she was kind of, you know, MIA for a while, which understandably so, you know, you have a kid, you know, things start changing in your life. But yeah, I, I think it's a very emotionally like gripping piece of storytelling. It's no like, I don't know, what would be like another slice of life? A24 movie, maybe eighth grade. The one, the one that was that was kept popping in my head while we were, while I was watching, it was kind of funny. It was um, Sound of Metal. It just kind of had the similar vibe, like the way it was shot and everything. And then once this movie reveals like um, the brother, it, it kind of had a funny connection to Sound of Metal that I wasn't expecting. I was also thinking like maybe a close similarity would be like maybe if Bill Street could talk, possibly or no. Um, Last black man in San Francisco. It was kind of just, you know, they they kind of just living out their days all together. Um, but yeah, I, I thought it was I thought it was a fine film. It's definitely um it's definitely in my favorites of this year. I think on Letterboxd I have it rated. It's in my top five. It's actually my number three as of right now. I'm going back and forth between that and Armageddon time, but which is another good movie. I think people should watch that's now playing in theaters, but Devin, do you have anything you wanted to bring up before we kind of get into the spoilers section or guess, I guess just talking about the ending altogether. Yeah. I just wanted to mention this was actually shot in 2019. So we have, we have yet to see postpartum Jennifer Lawrence on the screen yet. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I was like, I feel like Brian Tyree Henry definitely slimmed down because the last movie we saw him in was, I believe it was Bullet Train. I, lo- I love the contrast between Bullet Train, Brian Tyree Henry, and this Brian Tyree Henry. Just such good range. <laughs> what about Fastos from uh, Eternals? Yeah, all of it. <laughs> all of it, man. Oh, it's, it's so great. But- and of course, Jefferson Davis from Into the Spider-Verse. Oh yes, yes, of course, of course, yeah. It he really has a really great range. I I, I love watching uh, Brian Tyree Henry uh, work his magic on screen. But yeah, I did not know that this was uh, po- uh or not. Well, I guess post. I guess post pregnant Jennifer Lawrence or post. Don't look up. <laughs> so I guess that was. <laughs> but yeah, I, I enjoyed it all the same for sure. But let's get into the spoiler section because there's just one small little detail that I do want to talk about because I think that was definitely like the heart and soul. I also wanted to I wanted to bring up why it was called Causeway. I was trying to figure it out. I mean, there was one mention um, when Brian when James's character mentions that he got into a car accident and it was on, I believe it was Causeway Street is what he said. Mm. I was trying to figure out if there was anything else other than, other than that. Okay, I see. I mean, possibly. And sometimes I don't look too much into the naming 
of movies because usually they're pretty straightforward. Like I'm not sure if you watch Cha Cha Real Smooth, which is also uh, streaming on Apple TV Plus, but that title of that movie definitely has a. Um, you'll get it once you you know <laughs> watch the movie, but yeah, maybe. I mean, it 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 does deal around these mistakes that both of these. Um, these characters have made more so probably with Brian Tyndy Henry's character, but let's get into our spoiler section so we can actually talk about it. So ladies and gentlemen, that is your first spoiler warning for Causeway again. That is your second spoiler warning for Causeway. So if you have not seen it, Go sign up for Apple TV Plus if you haven't already. I know there's a bit of a price hike with a lot of these uh, streaming services out there, but it's definitely worth a watch. And while you're at it, as of this recording, I'm not sure how long it's going to be there, but Apple TV Plus has added the entire Hunger Games film franchise uh, for people to watch, uh, just just in case. I mean, I... I mean, outside of Mother, I really feel like those movies are Jennifer Lawrence's, like, best performing, like, you know, roles of her career. I mean, I would add this one to the list as well. But, yeah, uh, for a limited time, the Hunger Games series is, uh, or film franchise, is streaming on Apple TV+. Plus. I don't know for how long, but as of this, this recording, it is. So, if you're listening to this, go check it out. But, uh, let's get into our spoiler section here. So... This is a few things I guess we can kind of talk about, which really kind of circles around that pool scene um, and a little bit prior to, you know, as we see with Jennifer Lawrence's character and uh, Brian Tyree Henry's character, they start to, you know, form that type of kinship. We start to see that, you know, um, James uh, Brian's character, James, he's, he's feeling a bit lonely, you know, everything that happened with his sister. Um, especially with his nephew. He has this big house that he doesn't like living in alone. And I can kind of understand that. Like, why would you want to, you know, live in a, a big house all by yourself? So he kind of just wanted a little bit of companionship. And yeah, that whole pool scene kind of uh, changes things because I felt bad for you. Oh boy. That one was rough. You know why? I feel like it's something. <laughs> I feel like that's something I would say to somebody if I didn't like them, but it's like, I don't know. She kind of just blurted out because we saw earlier in the movie, like way earlier, you know, when she's in the rehab center and she's uh, talking to the, um, I guess you can say the the agents, the rehab agent, she kind of slips out, says, Oh, you know, like you're, you're a rehab, you know, like agent, or I, don't, I can't remember exactly what she said, but she said, you know, like, oh man, like, that's just like, that's so terrible. Like, what did she say? It was like, what a terrible way to live or like what yeah. a terrible job or something. And it's like, it just kind of came out of her, but I was like, wow. And then it happened Speak, again. Speaking of, speaking of the kiss, I kind of wish, I kind of wish Ray would have done that to Kylo. Like, oh, I just felt bad for you. <laughs> you know, I, no big deal. We can bring this to Disney and be like, we can hey. retcon that in there. I think so. I mean, <laughs> I still haven't read the novelization of Rise of Skywalker, but whew, man, it's talk about the, the kiss that never made any sense. Like, I mean, obviously between uh, Lindsay's character in this movie and James, like, I feel like there were some type of feelings there, but they kind of. But she mentioned she she doesn't roll that way. Yeah. 
but it's weird because it's like she kissed him and then, yeah she kissed him that's the issue like he, she was like just because i don't want to i don't want to have sex with you you're gonna walk away she's like no you kissed me what do you mean exactly it, uh, it's but it was, it was a perfect like misunderstanding because the entire movie we also hear about we see more of Lindsay's home life you know with her her mother is uh kind of selfish in a way but she still somewhat cares for her daughter but you know Lindsay kind of sees through her bs altogether but you know she gets a you know a pool cleaning job i was like i guess that's therapeutic but you know the whole thing circles around um you know Lindsay's brother is in jail which we don't find out until later on but she does talk about him like as if he is dead because we were led to believe oh she you know Lindsay had a brother he was on a lot of drugs and then he passed away. And then how did, she's like, what? No, my brother's not dead. And I was like, huh? I'm like, oh, I guess he could be in a rehab center. Um, and then we we actually get to meet the brother as well, which I actually thought was a nice touch, not just a uh, you know mention of a character that never appears on screen. But what did you think of the whole, what did you think of the ending? You know, I guess knowing that A24 loves its ambiguous endings, especially with movies like the green Knights, um, <laughs> outside of Pearl and or X, but they, they do have a lot of ambiguous endings, especially with waves as well. But what did you think of the ending? Or I guess, how, how did you think the rest of that conversation would have went? Yeah, I thought it was kind of cute how she, she obviously brought back the same things he mentioned when he was drunk and offered her the first time to move in. Um, kind of the obvious callback that they threw in there. Um, I think, I don't, I don't think he should. She's, she's got some issues, man. She needs to figure out herself before moving in with someone else. Yeah, I feel like out of both of these people, it feels that James knows who he is, you know, regardless of the actions that he has made in his own life, especially with his um, his nephew, Antoine. And that that was pretty heart wrenching where, you know, he find out, you know, he had a couple of beers and he got into a car accident with his with his nephew and, you know, he lost his leg and, you know, he lost someone very near and dear to him. So it, it feels as if both of these characters are in a very depressive state. I don't know who's more depressed, but you know, they, they do find some type of common ground, but he, yeah, I don't know. Like for, for me, I guess, I guess the happy ending would be okay. Yeah. You know, you can move in, with me, but you know, it's going to take some time for things to get back to the way they were. I feel like if it was the other way around, like everyone would be like telling her not to move in with him. If he tried to kiss her, I I was actually thinking that myself because I was wondering how they were going to tackle the whole, you know, platonic relationship. As I mentioned earlier, you know, sometimes, you know, th there could be, you know, some, form of feelings that you know both people may try to figure out it's like oh is this more than platonic but it seems that it has reverted back to that platonic relationship which i totally feel like is fine but i do agree if it was the other way around if he would have made the first move yeah but yeah it's see it's it's all on on Lindsay. i mean it's I don't know man it's it's a very interesting movie it feels like she's got nowhere else to go 
That too. Well, I mean, well, she and we also do find out throughout the movie, you know, she is trying to get back to the service. And, you know, she's talking to her doctor, her physicist, um, her, her physician. And, you know, he doesn't feel comfortable clearing her because, you know, even though she we kind of see the struggle towards the beginning of the movie and then moving into where she goes back to New Orleans, where she's, you know, she's slowly adapting, but she's not all quite there. But she does get the okay to go back to the service. But she chooses not to. So it's, I, I don't know. It's it's very, I mean, I don't think there's a right or wrong answer for this movie. And I think that's why I like it so much. It's because she she was so reluctant to leave, but now she wants to stay. And, it you know, I think that's kind of goes into her character of, you know, running away when things kind of get hard, almost, in a way. I don't know. But... I I really enjoyed it. I don't know. That that's just me. <laughs> it's it's the weirdest thing with with these movies. But that's why I love movies like this cuz it is so ambiguous and it kind of just leaves you hanging, but it, it is that quality slice of life movie. But did you have anything else you wanted to mention before we get into our um final thoughts and ratings? I think we think we covered all of it. Yeah, for sure. It's I think more people should watch it. It is a very interesting character study of how, if anything, how people from the service come back from war, um, you know, whether they're um, whether their injuries be internal or external um, altogether, it kind of gives you an idea of how hard it can be to adapt back to civilian life. I'm looking at a review now, a review now, and somebody said, I watched Jennifer Lawrence eat cereal. That's that's her level of acting. <laughs> but she's such a good actor. It, it's she's so strong in this movie. I mean, they both are. And it's like if I mean, if anything, it's like, man, like they just gave heck of performances. And it is just it's probably one of my favorite 24 films to date. Um, you know, we, we have they're always pumping out stuff. They actually pump out a lot more um, than what they let on. But overall, so far, um, I yeah, it's, it's probably one of my favorite A twenty four movies of the year. Um, maybe not my favorite, but I would have to watch it again to kind of you know, it, it's a it, it's short, sweet, and to the point, and that's what I really enjoyed about it. So, uh, Devin, what would you uh, give a rating for Causeway? Um, I'm looking at around a sixty, just kind of in the in the middle range. Like I said before, it doesn't really do anything horribly wrong but it doesn't excel at, at any things except obviously the casting is just top tier with your two top stars here yeah for me i gave it like a four out of five on letterbox so i guess that would equate to maybe about i would say maybe like a 75 between 75 and 80 somewhere in there i can't really pinpoint it because again i need to watch it again i was hoping to watch it prior to us uh, recording again, but that's okay. Uh, watch Black Panther instead. So <laughs> had to get myself, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> prepared for uh, Wakanda forever. But I, it's, it's a very slow and like calculated, like precise movie. And I feel like it's, I feel like that's where its power comes from. But yeah, I just like like you said, I do agree. It's it is not the best movie of the year, but it's definitely not the worst. And, you know, it's it's not bad, but necessarily good. But for some reason, 
I just love movies like this. Like, I'm not sure if you've ever watched Whispers of the Heart. Um, it's like an animated Studio Ghibli film where it's just about, I guess, a little bit more romantically involved, but it is just about a, like, you know, a day in the life of like two characters and just having dreams of, you know, leaving their, their hometown altogether. So it's, man, I mean, I, we've, all I have to say is, Welcome back, Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> we missed you so much. <laughs> I mean, outside of, of course, you know, don't look up, but I really hope we, we get to see more of her throughout um, for, for the years to come. For for definitive sake, I'll say I'll give it a 75 out of 100 um, altogether. So, yeah, definitely. I, I think it's worth watching, you know, if you're looking for something, you know, short, sweet, and to the point. I think that's what I really enjoyed about it as well. But overall, that concludes our review of Causeway. Again, that is now streaming on Apple TV Plus. So definitely go watch it. It is well worth it. And then after you're done watching that, go watch Cha Cha Real Smooth. And then after you're done watching that, go watch some Ted Lasso or something. I don't know. They, they have a lot of good stuff on there. Severance Season 2. What's up? Severance. Severance that's right. Season two. Yes. Soon, hopefully. When is that coming? When is Severance coming? Because hopefully next year. I'm hoping to because I am very excited for that. I'm very excited. I, I I think Apple TV Plus has a really good portfolio of movies and shows because they don't always pump out things like as fast as like or as frequent, I should say, as like Netflix or I would say they're more on the slower side, like HBO Max, but HBO Max is a little bit faster when it comes to their stuff. But there's a lot of good stuff on there. The, the big issue is that they just don't have a backlog. They don't have a library. I will say, though, it is. Imp- you got to say it's impressive. They walked away. Apple walked away with a best picture winner with Coda, which Netflix has been trying to do for years and it came down this past year for, you know, the Oscars. Everyone, it was pretty much going to be either Power of the Dog or Coda. I was hoping Dune would kind of just swoop in and kind of be the red, the uh, the wild card there. Because I would have been over the moon. But I'm very happy that Coda won. But it's, I mean, they I mean, they, they picked up this movie. And for Coda, they, they went all the way to the Oscars for it. That is a huge deal for streaming services to say that, hey, a streaming service movie won Best Picture. Not all we need is a physical copy. Apple, if you're listening, I need that physical copy, like, right away. Like, Criterion Collection it, I don't care. I need it. If you, if you can ask for it, if you can sign and ask for it, like, using sign language, maybe they can pull it off for you, you have to learn. Maybe. I'll, I'll, I'll get in touch with uh, Troy Coster or uh, Amelia Jones and see what they can uh work out for me but i i do agree i mean for for apple they they are the streaming service i mean it's like starting over from scratch it it reminds me of netflix in a way because you remember when netflix first launched with their streaming service like they didn't have a lot of stuff they had like what orange is the new black um trailer park boys things of that nature i think for what apple is doing right i think they're doing very well with the content that they have been building it's not like you know with disney where they can just pop all their backlog stuff on their hbo but for a for an actual brand new streaming service like starting from scratch i think they're doing pretty well 
And I think people should go watch this movie. <laughs> With all that said, if you like what you heard on today's episode, please subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast platform of choice and make sure to share an episode of our podcast with a friend, whether it be your mother, your brother, your lover, or your significant other. Make sure to share an episode of the Film Optics Podcast with a movie lover in need. And really quick, what is coming up on the podcast for this coming up week? We're going to be covering Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, aka Black Panther 2. That's going to be dropping hopefully the week, probably like the Monday or Tuesday after it hits theaters. So maybe like the, what, the 14th, 15th of November? Um, Outside of that, I think Glass Onion's coming up soon, or is that in December for Glass Onion? I think that's December. No, that is November. We are watching that in November. That's right. So definitely look out for our Glass Onion review, which is going to be streaming on Netflix within the next few weeks. And what is out now on our podcast, uh, you can listen to our Enola Holmes 2 review that just hit streaming uh, this past week on November 4th. You can also listen to our House of the Dragon season finale accompanied by Tessa, a.k.a. Mama's Geeky. And you can listen to our Black Adam review. All those episodes I just mentioned are available on podcast platforms around the internet. So with all that said, we hope you guys have a great day and we'll see you guys next time. And that's a wrap for today. Thank you all for listening. And if you enjoy the show, leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And follow us on Twitter and Instagram to stay in the know. That was Devin. My name is Christian. And we'll see you guys in the next one. Peace.